Hello everyone, my name is Sasanda CJ and I am the host of the Refined Aid podcast. Today's episode is definitely going to be controversial and I am prepared for that. As I've recommitted myself to podcasting, I decided that I want to remain faithful to my mission. I don't want to be the person that is always politically correct just for the sake of it. I'm here to share the truth, and the truth will always be the truth, whether it's coming from a rich person or a poor person. I am faithful to my mission, and part of my mission is to liberate you from your limitations and equip you to create new beginnings that lead to a wholesome lifestyle. Let's get real. Molly May was absolutely right in everything that she said. Just for the few people that might not know who she is, Molly May rose to fame after appearing on Love Island, I think about two years ago now. Uh, She's become an influencer and recently the creative director of Pretty Little Thing, which is a massive fashion brand. She recently appeared on the Diary of a CEO podcast, and I'm just going to play the soundbite from that interview that made the whole of social media turn against her. Um, I'm actually going to link the full interview in the description, so please be sure to listen to it or watch it. But for now, here's the soundbite. That we do. And I just think, like, you're given one life and it's down to you what you do with it. Like, you can literally go in any direction. And when I've spoken about that before in the past, I have been slammed a little bit with people saying, you know, like, it's easy for you to say that, you know, you've grown up and you've not grown up in poverty. You've not grown up, you know, with major money struggles. So if you to sit there and say that we all have the same 24 hours in a day, it's not correct. And I'm like, but technically what I'm saying is correct. We, we do. So I understand that obviously we all have different backgrounds and we're all raised in different ways and we do have different financial situations. But I think if you want something enough, you can achieve it. And it just depends to what lengths you want to go to get where you want to be in the future. And I I'll go to any lengths. Like I, I've worked my absolute arse off to get where I am now. All right. So people have called her tone deaf. She is a privileged white young woman and doesn't take into account or to or doesn't take into account the depth that people want her to acknowledge that we have different backgrounds we lack the privileges that she has and they've just they, they've just been fighting her <laughs> on that essentially and i just want to tell you um the kind of person that is agreeing with Molly Mame because people were coming against her because of her background. I have a completely different background to her, yet I completely agree with her. I grew up in Zimbabwe and, hmm, wow, it's just crazy having to really reminisce on my early years of life because I grew up in poverty. I remember my grandmother and, well, the rest of my family, uh, but especially my grandmother, she owned loads of fields in which she would uh, plant uh, her own vegetables and maize or corn and just loads of different um, vegetation. And as six, seven, eight-year-olds, that's myself along with my cousins, we were responsible, we played a part in selling some of those vegetables. Um, One of the vegetables that she used to grow were pumpkin leaves, and my cousins and I, we would literally walk up and down the streets um, selling the vegetables to our neighbours. Pumpkin leaves, in my language, we call them mobora, 
And my cousins and I would literally be walking up and down the streets shouting, Mubora, one dollar per bando, Mubora. <laughs> and we're seven, eight-year-old kids. At age 10, I shared a bedroom. It wasn't even a bedroom because there wasn't even a bed in there. We slept on the floor. It was my great-grandmother, one of my aunties, uh, one of my cousins, and myself, the four of us, sleeping on the floor. <laughs> and at that time also, uh, my family started selling candles. Uh, the aunt and uncle I was living with at the time, they bought a small candle making machine and I was age 10 at the time and my cousins and I would go to the market square because in Zimbabwe, especially at that time, there was a huge, um, what's the word I'm looking for, huge issue of electricity. We, did, we spent most of our days without electricity. So my family started selling candles and my cousins and I at 10 years old would go to the market square and literally be shouting, candles, candle, $2 per candle. <laughs> Crazy to think about now because I live a completely different life to that. But that is the background that I came from. And even then, I was not even the poorest in the country. Yet I still agree with Molly May. We are all privileged. Molly May's privilege is her being white, is her being a young woman, is her growing up in England, her living an ordinary life with ordinary parents that earn average money and never really have interfacial poverty. That is her privileged lifestyle core. But we are all privileged in so many different ways. For so the people that are saying Molly May is tone deaf because she's privileged. But you are privileged because you live in England versus someone who still lives in Zimbabwe and still suffers from lack of electricity and water. We are privileged by the fact that we're all alive today in this era where there is internet. And if you live in the West, internet is accessible to you 24-7. I mean, even on the bus, I can connect to free Wi-Fi. On the train, I can connect to free Wi-Fi. Yet when I go visit the rest of my family in Zimbabwe, they are amazed that I'm able to buy $10 worth of data because they're used to just buying $1 worth just so they can use WhatsApp and that's it. You are privileged to even be living in a house. There are other people that don't even have houses. The homeless that live in England, for example, to an extent they're privileged because there are government initiatives where the homeless are able to be housed. In Zimbabwe, <laughs> those kind of government initiatives, they're really hard to come by. But even for the person who lives in Zimbabwe and has a house and can afford a generator, when the electricity goes, they're able to use this generator to generate electricity just enough for their household only. But their person next door, their neighbour, when the electricity goes, all they can afford is to buy a candle and light it. So the one with the generator is privileged. But even the one with the candle is more privileged than someone else. There are others who, when electricity goes, they cannot even afford to buy a candle. Their only choice is, is to sit in the dark or go to sleep. And I say that to say, we are all privileged in one way or the other. 
Use your privilege. Use your privilege to your advantage. Use your privilege to live a life that you'll be proud of. Use your privilege to become the woman that you would be proud of. Use your privilege from a place of integrity. And even though Molly May is privileged in the way she is, it does not mean that she, there, were, there were not things she had to sacrifice. I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, she's just an influencer. Uh, let her come to an NHS hospital and work 12 hours, a 12-hour shift, she will not survive. And honestly, that is a very unfair comparison because a lot of us, if we had the same level of fame that Molly May had, we might not be able to survive. Why do you think a lot of celebrities uh, have different addictions? We know some of our favorite celebrities have died uh, due to overdose um, and just the pressure of fame, right? A lot of us, if we had the same amount of money that Molly May had, we would not have the wisdom to sustain that kind of money. It is a known fact that lottery winners go broke after a year because they did not have the wisdom on how to handle wealth. Sure, Molly May might not be able to survive a 12-hour shift in the NHS, but who's to say you would also survive in the life that Molly May lives? I am currently working as a personal development coach at a further education institution, and I have a family member who works in the NHS. And we always say to each other, I could never do your job. <laughs> and like there's no need to compare because there is a place for both kind of jobs in society there's a place for me as a coach there's a place for my family member in the nhs there's a place for molly may in the influencing social media creative directing world and there's also a place for that person who's working 12 hours in the nhs and there is a need for both in society so why must we compare one over the other And just because a person is privileged does not mean that there were not sacrifices that they had to make. If you watch that whole video, Molly May shared some of those sacrifices that she has had to make. Every successful person, no matter how you define success, every successful person has had to sacrifice something. Whether it was leaving your home country to go to a, a, a country that offers better opportunities. You had to sacrifice leaving your family behind, leaving what you know behind to start afresh. Some people had to sacrifice sleepless nights. Like think about it, right? All of us that are privileged by the virtue that we live or by the fact that we live in England and we have 24 seven access to the internet. Are we, are we millionaires just because of that? No. Are we successful just because of that? No. Why? Because it's up to us to use this privilege of living in England and having access to internet 24-7. It's up to you to say, I'm going to pick up this course, learn it on the internet, sacrifice a few weeks uh, just so I can learn this thing. It's up to you to say, I'm going to sacrifice a nice out with my friends just so I can finish my degree, right? 
there's still people still have to make sacrifices no matter how privileged they are there's always something you have to sacrifice for success whether it's as simple as less sleep less social time leaving your home country My first video of this year, I shared with you four steps to rebuilding yourself and transforming your life. And my very first step was taking ownership of your life, recognizing and accepting that no matter what happens in my life, no matter my circumstances, no matter who hurts me or betrays me, it is up to me and me alone to get back up and overcome. A lot of us have have become or gotten comfortable with using our our limitations as an excuse or using our circumstances as an excuse is it challenging and limiting in some ways to be a black woman living in england yes is it challenging and limiting in some ways to be a disabled person yes but a lot of us have gotten comfortable with those circumstances and we use them as an excuse. We're shouting at Molly May. We're complaining at Molly May. You're tone deaf. Instead of rising above your limitations, there's a time to complain and then there's a time to take action. A lot of us, all we do is complain and complain. What if Boris Johnson did not do that? Well, if the government had not decided that? Well, if this person had not betrayed me? What if my partner had not cheated on me? What if that, that hadn't happened in my life? Only if they had left that money for me. Or if only they lent me this, then I'd be in a better place. Or if only I wasn't black. Everyone has privileges and everyone has limitations. That's just life. But successful people, no matter how you define success, they rise above their limitations. Whether it's a mental limitation, a physical limitation, a financial limitation, you find a way to rise above your limitations. I've heard people say, oh, I'm single. I don't have a boyfriend because uh, men don't like dating dark-skinned black women. I guarantee you, being black does not even enter the top 10 reasons of why you're single. But people will use that as an excuse to limit themselves. By the time you listen to this podcast, I would have attended an event called The 1%. And one of the people that is part of that event or was part of this of that event is a man named Samir. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I won't. But he says that his story is that he came from Nigeria at age 19 and he had, um, I can't remember the exact numbers, but he essentially had something like 100 pounds or less in his pocket when he came to England. And now he is a millionaire. And at that event, he was teaching others, imparting his wisdom on how to rise above your limitations, that if he can come from Nigeria with a hundred pounds, a hundred pounds in his pocket and become a millionaire. By the way, he's an immigrant and he's an immigrant who migrated at age 19. It's not like he grew up in England at age 19. That was a grown person. He's a black Nigerian 
immigrant who came here with a heavy accent, still has that accent, by the way, yet he still managed to overcome all of those limitations to be a millionaire. And he now teaches others how to create wealth and sustain their wealth. Why? Because he found a way to rise above his limitations. Do you think if he had the mindset of, I'm a black Nigerian immigrant with a heavy accent and only 100 pounds, do you think if that was the mindset he had, he would have been successful? No way. And as for me, some of you know my story, and if you don't, I'll leave a link to that episode in the description box below. But I shared my story of how, how I overcame being raped by my, by my own father. And do you think if I maintained the victim mindset, I would be where I am today? No way. I would not even be alive. <laughs> I would. I probably would have taken my own life, truth be told, if I'd maintained the victim mindset of, my, my dad hurt me. Why did he do this to me? I hate him. I wish he would die. I'm so broken. Woe is me. Listen, I was broken and I was in deep pain. But at some point, I realized that in order to rebuild myself, in order to feel better within myself, in order to change my life, I had to rise above being sexually abused. I had to rise above my limitations. I realized it was up to me and me alone to change my life. We all have limitations. It's how you respond to them that will make a difference in your life. We all have privileges. It's how you use your privilege that will make a difference in how you turn out as a woman and how your life turns out. My gosh. I'm just really, I'm saying my gosh, because I'm really feeling this topic. I'm really feeling passionate about it because I personally have decided I will no longer complain. I will no longer complain. I'm going to take action. And if I can't change that thing, I'm going to pivot. Successful people find solutions to their limitations. And if they can't figure out the solution themselves, they get support from others, whether it's a mentor, a coach, or they turn to someone who might be able to help them. And if they can't get the solution, they pivot, they change focus and, and figure out what else is in my control that I can do. How else can I make this possible for me? Now that we can all agree that we have the same 24 hours, Different privileges, different limitations, same 24 hours as Molly May, same 24 hours as Beyonce. How are you using your time? How are you using the resources that are available to you? We all have to start somewhere, right? Even the Bible, even God himself says, do not despise small beginnings. So how are you using the little that you have? How are you using the small that you have? A lot of us are comfortable complaining and wishing and sulking and throwing ourselves pity parties. But really and truly, how are you using your time and the resources that are available to you to make a difference in your life? At some point, you have to get up. At some point, you have to take responsibility and ownership of your life. We do all have the same 24 hours. You know, during the first lockdown, some of uh, my students at this further, uh, further education institution I work, I work at, they learned, they used their privilege of access to internet and being and not having to be in school physically. They used that privilege they had at that moment to learn about cryptocurrency. And lots of them came back sharing with each other how much money they had made. And I'm talking about 16, 17 year olds. 
that some of them even had more money than me. Why? Because they used their privilege of the internet to learn about cryptocurrency and trading and all of that kind of thing. Wow. How are you using your time and the resources available to you? And might I just add, some of the most privileged person on this earth are Christians. A person who has an intimate and powerful relationship with God. Come on. You know that God favors you. You know that God opens doors for you that you do not even deserve to be open. You know it's only by the grace of God that you are in some of those rooms that you're in, that you live a certain lifestyle. If I may even borrow some of the people from the Bible, Moses, Moses was a murderer, yet God used him in a powerful way. King Solomon, hey, he had like a thousand wives and side chicks, yet God still gave him wisdom and still made him a rich and wealthy person. Privilege. Despite Solomon having a thousand wives, a thing that God clearly says no to, God still blessed him with wisdom and that wisdom accumulated him wealth that to this day he is known as the wisest man to ever live. Privileged by God, blessed by God, favoured by God. And a lot of Christians, this part, this is really if you're a Christian, if you really say that you're a Christian, how dare you even complain about the limitations in your life when you have a God who says you can do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond more than your imagination, more than things you could ever expect. Wow. Rise above your limitations and circumstances. Use your privilege, whatever that is. We all have limitations. Life is not fair. Rise above it. Take ownership of your life. Use the small that you have to start making a difference. Now, I'm curious to hear what you all have to say. And I'm prepared for all the comments. It's okay. I know what I signed up for when I decided to do this topic. But again, I remain faithful to my mission. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next one.